0: The hurling club. He said he how much he hated Cork as well. This fellow just seems to hate everybody, right?
1: So this is why I haven't joined the podcast just yet. I think I might leave it off. We might get a bit heated. Subscribe to the GAA Podcast feed wherever you get your podcasts.
2: Gaelic football on off the ball with AIB, proud sponsors of the GAA Senior Football Championship. Check out hashtag The Toughest for more.
1: Ross, we all catch our breaths. Uh, Firstly, uh, just an unbelievable afternoon slash evening slash night in Croke Park.
3: Yeah, really tactical afternoon here in Croke Park. Although it's night time now, uh, it has been uh, enthralling in terms of the, the tactical setups all day and uh, maybe not the fast-flowing high-quality football that people were maybe anticipating but uh, definitely you could see the, the tactical switches uh, throughout the games throughout the afternoon the the four teams how they wanted to go about their business and uh, fascinating stuff and i think uh, probably the two best teams on the day went through for me
1: it's a lifetime ago now but it was first started off with Kerry and Tyrone a lot of people talking about the old enemies, we go back to the COVID 21 semi-final, last two All-Ireland winners, but Kerry really did a job, but we think we were chatting the out Tyrone, Tyrone almost.
3: Yeah, and I think the key for, for Kerry, what seemed to be for, for me, was that at times we were happy to give Tyrone the kick out, and uh, that meant that Tyrone had to break down 15 Kerry players to try and get a score, and uh, obviously with Cauley's style of refereeing, he does allow the, the cluster defence and he does allow that opportunity to steal the ball in packs, and when Kerry were getting were crowding their own sort of 45 and Tyrone were running into that congested area Kerry were turning the ball over winning it back and then attacking down the field and they just wants to stretch the lead coming into half time they got themselves three points ahead and right after half-time the warning signs were there they won the throw-in they went long inside the Shawnee O'Shea he was fouled offload to Clifford he finished in the back of the net but obviously it didn't count it was a point but it was obvious at that stage uh, Kerry were going to come out hard in the second half they knocked over the free and then after that they just took them apart point by point until uh, the first goal came and just uh, a brilliant brilliant performance from Kerry I would say that Tyrone didn't have that energy that they normally have Uh, they've had to come through it Uh, obviously not through the front door and in that first game in particular I think you saw the benefits of Kerry having the the couple of weeks off, being able to regroup and plan tactically and they came in here today with a very 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 sound game plan probably unlike Kerry very 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 patient allowed the other team to make the mistake and then counter attack at 100 miles an hour at times
1: you know, you look at that Kerry performance. We talked about the turnovers; they were huge, but they had an absolutely warrior performance in the middle of the field from uh, Jim O'Connor I think it was one-two. He finished up as well, but he was just immense against a very fancy Tyrone midfield as well.
3: Yeah, and to be honest, I felt coming into today that with all the criticism of the Kerry's midfield, that today would actually suit them because they they really came in today as underdogs. Himself and Jack Barry, and all the talk was about you know a Kennedy and uh, Kilpatrick, their ability to get forward their ability to get scores, be dangerous in the opposition's half. And Kerry midfield were were superb today and uh, credit to them because they've taken a little bit of criticism and uh, they've shown us today that uh, they can be as good as what's around when they need to be.
1: Then it helps when you have a player like David Clifford who's able to do that outrageous piece of skill to set up the second goal.
3: Yeah it was brilliant just heading towards the sideline, swivels uh, knocked it on and then it ends up with Sean O'Shea with a really composed finish uh, takes his time uh, before blasting it into the net, just really really good play and isn't that's why uh, they're, they were all Ireland champions, that's why they look like they've timed their, their peak but the key thing about Kerry is their six forwards all look like they could score at any one at any one point in time and uh, they're dangerous they're up and running and that is a big big win for them today momentum wise
1: Sean O'Shea as well you just could watch him strike a football all day long
3: yeah I think he finished with maybe 1-5 some of his free taking today was from the top drawer some of the from distance 45 and and beyond just uh, superb striking and from the very minute uh, he looked like he he was up for it it was a real real uh, real real dogged performance but uh, brought that energy and even when there were maybe 7-8-9 points up coming down the stretch heading for injury time, he was still shouting and roaring at uh, fellas to come back and get behind the ball and n- even just not prepared to give away even a point at the end. That was the Kerry mentality today and they were up for it and they, they they won in very convincing fashion.
1: Tyrone, with the greatest respect, never really got going today. They were flat, but if we look at Kerry now going forward, are they at their level or is it wide open this year?
3: Uh, sorry for Kerry Kerry
1: to go f- further on here yeah, to-
3: absolutely they are they're into a semi-final now nobody's going to want to play them uh, they've put in they've like against probably their their biggest rivals in, in the last 20 years uh, they they were superb today and listen semi-final Ke- with Kerry in that kind of form just uh, nobody's going to want to nobody's going to want to draw and as I say they have forwards that can score in any need to output their defence today was, was superb too and got their individual battles uh, really well and with more really well and with morally sweeping uh, it gives them that little bit of a little bit of a platform especially if the other team drop a man back as well if the first game was one-sided
1: second one really really wasn't
3: no it wasn't it was it was tight right from start to finish i think everybody here in the press box is talking about the fact there was only a point in it all the way through in that game from start to, to finish uh in terms of, of the game itself it was played exactly on Monaghan's terms they wanted it slower they wanted it more methodical in, in the build up they wanted to string the passes together try and get, uh, get the game Played in an attacking sense the way they wanted it, and very clever of them. They had a lot of games in recent weeks. They slowed down the the slowed down the temp or the the pace of the game, and they they picked off the scores that uh, suited them to pick off. And really, they have been a changed team since that Ulster semi-final defeat to to Derry. At uh, their the way they're playing the game now is uh, in a way that suits them. Uh, they maybe don't have. the the forwards that are going to win ball inside huge big ball winners so they're not kicking the ball into the forwards they're being very careful about possession they're happy to hold on to it for two three minutes at a time to try and eke out that one very obvious scoring opportunity and listen that game could have gone anyway Arma you couldn't uh, you you couldn't say that they wouldn't have deserved it either They, they stuck in there the whole way through but I just think I would say Monaghan deserved it on the whole because they, I felt that they were the ones in control of the game.
1: They seemed to push up on the Armagh kickout, create a lot of damage, and just, in effect, really pin Armagh back. Armagh are so dangerous when they're free-flowing free and attacking, but as you touched on, Monaghan never get them the opportunity to do that.
3: No, they didn't. They were, they were really intent on, on pressing kickouts, and at times Armagh were as well, but probably the, the big thing was Armagh didn't take their goal chances when they, when they presented them, and... Uh, uh, Monaghan kept themselves in in the game, and they kept themselves, uh, as I say, on the front foot. That the way that they wanted to that they wanted to play it, and you know, for me, just in in today, a really, for any young people watching watching the game today, any young players, you take David Clifford on one side today was a day when everything didn't go his way he had a couple of chances that normally we'd expect him to get but he kept going he kept creating chances for his teammates he kept shooting uh, and in the end it it came good for him he eventually got his point from play he kept offloading the ball to the man in the best position he never rushed anything he never lashed out he never looked to get frustrated Uh, really good sign of a guy that when it's maybe not going the way it it always goes for you that uh, he's he stuck in the game and he made sure that he was a constant threat and on the other hand mental strength Connor McManus it would be very easy for a guy of of what he's done in the game to be disappointed to be disillusioned to be not happy about not playing uh, over these last couple of weeks but he has shown that he's an absolute team player mental strength to come in today some of the scores that he kicked he got four in total uh, one from play and that massive free at the end uh, to, to level it up for for um, Monahan was just unbelievable and then his two penalties dispatched in unbelievable fashion into the top corner And for me, that was the highlight of the day. Those two guys, the mental strength of Clifford to stay going when things weren't always going his way and to be the ultimate team player. And likewise for McManus, Uh, disappointment I'm sure not starting on on the biggest game Monaghan have had this year Uh, but to come in and to equip himself like that and to be a constant threat and to do the business for his team Uh, two guys who've just put the team first and fantastic mental strength and uh, credit to them yeah,
1: that was a monster free. We all thought, I think, when Rio O'Neill scored that, which was, it's going to be forgotten about now, but it was an unbelievable score outside of the boot, close to 45 yards out, two and a half minutes into injury time. But Monon, they never, ever panicked. They won the free and they didn't just go crazy. They waited and they worked and they worked the move. And Vinnie Corrie described him as Monon's best clutch player ever. And uh, enter the situation he did.
3: Yeah, and I think as part of that, Armagh will be disappointed that they they got the, that Rean O'Neill superb score, and then they were defending la- that last free with everybody behind the ball, and and that's a disappointment for them. But apart from Ross Common, who are excellent at it, uh, and I would rate Monahan as just being a little bit better them when you need a score and when you've only one possession left, one opportunity left. Monaghan are able to eke out those eke out those opportunities. And they went short with the free. McManus took on his man, uh, won it, won the free on the edge of the D. There, massive, massive pressure kick. But again, mental strength. Uh, Connor McManus, you'd back him all day long, even in the most difficult of, of environments. There, and uh, superb stuff.
1: It was so late into the night. I think even Hawkeye had given up and disappeared off home. That would have been controversial if the uh, potential. Well, we will never know if it was wide or not. I have to say I thought it was wide first, but then I, agree. T- and I
3: think the umpires. I think the umpires were 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 kind of thinking along the same lines. They, for, to not give it in the first place. They obviously had their doubts, and I think it was the right decision overall. And they, they didn't need Hawkeye in the end. But in terms of officiating today, I thought it was really consistent uh, in the first game from Cawley. I felt, and the second game from Connor Lane, I felt as a neutral here today. Every time they blew the whistle, it, it was what I was expecting. The consistency was brilliant for both of them. I know there'll be a, a little bit of uh, talk about the the hit right at the end of uh, of normal time. There, uh, our man may have felt it deserved a free. You can see at the end in the replays, it was shoulder to shoulder. I thought, uh, just really good officiating and w- well done, uh, Conor Lane and uh, Brendan Colley.
1: Before we get locked in here, we have to quickly talk about what was a remarkable penalty shootout.
3: Yeah, some of the best penalties I think I've, I've ever seen. Uh, some brilliant, brilliant stuff. And look, at, it's uh, it's part of the game. It has to be embraced. But I think with seventeen out of uh, twenty penalties scored, uh, really tough on Armagh to lose their their third uh, penalty shootout. But Rory Began with a superb save right at the win and to, to win it for his team. So uh, credit to Monaghan. They march on, and the semi-final awaits.
1: It's no surprise, is the two clutch players who've battled so many times where there has been keeping in Division One or holding on in, in Ulster whatnot, but McManus and Began they get big big moments for the side.
3: Yeah, exactly. And and speaking of big moments, back when Monaghan were trying to fill the position of manager last year when they called upon Vinnie Corey, he stepped up. He put his name forward and he has taken this team uh, forward. They're in an All-Ireland semi-final. I'm thrilled for him. He's Monahan true and true and he he had the bravery uh, to take Monaghan when maybe they were looking like an ageing team. Uh, he's done a remarkable job with his backroom team and his, his brother obviously coaching in terms of Marty Corey and they've started to bring young players in there today and when you look at Gary Moan three points from play today. Magnificent performance and he dispatches uh, his second penalty as well. So, uh, credit to Monaghan, they're bringing through their young players. They played the game on their own terms today and they have themselves in an all-around semi-final. It's
1: been a remarkable day here in Croke park Tomorrow is just to follow follow suit.
3: All, all go again tomorrow, let's see what happens.
1: Brian, I suppose all in all, a difficult day at the office. Kerry were just a hard nut to crack today.
4: I'll definitely, Kerry were the better team today. Uh, we just didn't show up with the usual intensity energy that we normally have. Uh, didn't give a good account of ourselves and you were know, we played second fiddle or second best to carry for the majority of the game first half
1: even enough probably cagey enough at times they probably edged but an important i think three points just before half time just give them advantage after you would kind of came back and
4: level things off yeah I'd probably be right that was a big it was probably a start of the momentum swing you know we were nip and tuck by and large up to that but them three points that you know we probably give away possession and contributed a lot to them scores and Kerry punished us and they just kept that distance and kept building on and we could never get that that flow arrested as such or that pattern
1: arrested. and in the third quarter they really put the foot down i think it was one five before you got your first score you know it, it was hard to stop the train then it was the,
4: just the momentum was 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 going away from us and they were overrun us in a lot of areas uh we're up the field we were giving possession away or getting turned over easily um and they were counter-attacking and, and you know getting scores most times
1: you know, there's a very high-profile Tyrone coach down at Kerry. You could see a lot of the turnovers. You know, a lot of things that your side did good. Kerry did today. Oh, okay. I okay,
4: brought that intensity um, that we were renowned for and. Um that intensity and energy and we just didn't have it today and uh, for whatever reason but you know you have to say you know, thanks to the players the players done well they, they give everything they could give I'm not faulting them uh, just didn't go for them today
1: It's still I suppose I don't want to go say development stage but you've a lot of new players coming through particularly in the attacking sense and you know Rory and Darren, in particular got some beautiful scores in the first half there
4: They did uh, and uh, there's a lot of good young boys coming there a lot of positives uh, today just wasn't a day for them and and uh, it's like every day whenever you won you don't do everything perfectly whenever you lose everything isn't as bad as it may seem but uh, it's, it's probably it's, it's hard probably to for the boys in the changing room
1: we're still getting used to the new structure but I suppose and we'll have to see how the other teams develop but going
4: there and playing last week as well it's a big ask for the players. Oh it definitely is. Uh, it's showing the players players give a lot of commitment they give all their lives up for that and uh, they go out to do their best and you know, things don't go firm but it's definitely it's, it's tough on them but you know, we're not using that as an excuse today. Still a lot of positives to build on for the future there for throwing football. Well, throwing football will be there. It'll always go on and uh, sure it'll have bad days, but hopefully it'll have more good days than bad going forward.
1: Jack, first things first, you must be very pleased with that performance you know you got defense right you got attack right it was a bit of everything really there from Kerry today
2: yeah delighted overall um very good defensively in the first half and um you know that's the that's the, the bedrock of of, of of the performance right there and then we we picked off some good scores up front No, i thought we were a bit wasteful in the first half and maybe our shot selection was a bit was a bit off but that was a, there was a tricky wind out there uh, mightn't have appeared that way from the stand but there was a tricky swirling wind so um just delayed overall to get 218 a lot of I suppose
1: questions asked you about your team, probably no more than yourselves, but the way you started the game, and I thought defensively, you were, you know, the amount of turnovers that you got, you were you were tigerish.
2: Yeah, well, I mean, when the two teams played here t- two years ago, I suppose um, the fact that we conceded three goals was, 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 was uh, Kerry's Achilles heel that time. And we were very determined today in that to concede goals and, and, and make, make their own kick from the periphery, and, and uh, that's the way it turned out. That third
1: quarter, I think you got 1-5 with that reply. You really
2: got a, a squeeze hole of the game. Well, yeah, we were, we were determined in the second half to hit the ground running and, 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 try, and try and go on the front foot and put, put Tyrone going backwards. And, and um, the fact that we won the throw-in and Diarmu got it into Shawnee for the first score, I think that gave us a bit of impetus. And sometimes these games, they turn on momentum and, and, and it can be hard to get momentum, particularly with the short kick outs and stuff. Um, but we got a bit of momentum there in that third quarter and was the deciding factor.
1: The goals were massive but uh, just touching the second one put a magical piece of skill from David Clifford I think he was two or three rows in the stand when he kicked it back
2: Yeah, unbelievably, I don't think anyone else would even see the pass, never mind executed. it, so um, there's the mark of the man and, and uh, Tony did really well to, to draw the defender and slip it to Shawnee for, for the finish
1: How big was that Cork victory over Mayo, the fact that you've had the week off and Tyrone had to go to the well, maybe had a small impact on on proceedings out there?
2: Well, I'm sure it did have an impact because, uh, you know, I I, I thought that we might have an advantage energy-wise and um, Cork Park is a a pitch that saps your your legs and and your energy and I thought that maybe at times that we, we had a bit more energy.
1: And now the semi-final to look forward to. Will you hang around and keep an eye on it or straight back down the road? It's, is, it's sure
2: we'll see. We'll, get, we'll go back and have a shower on anyway you and take it from there. Thank you.
1: Finney, how are the emotions? Even by Monon's standards, that was incredible character shown by your side. It was, and full credit to the boys, like we knew coming down here today that this was a
0: 50-50 game. Uh, we played Armagh right a few times over the years, and in fairness, Armagh would, would have known it was a 50-50 game as well. And it played out exactly like that, you know, it was tit for tat. Nobody ever went any more than two points ahead, it was a point and then an equaliser, and then we'd go ahead and hit would equalise and, you know, it was nip and tuck the whole way through. And that, that transferred on to the penalties as well, you know, right, right into the depths of, of sudden death. Um, but uh, credit to our boys that you know, they've been doing that all year. They've been going to the well. They've been going right to the very end. Uh, they've been battling. And uh, that's, we, we did enough. We won a penalty shootout today to, to get into an Ireland semi-final. And it was enough for today.
1: The consensus before the game was this is going to be a very close even affair. And it was crazy. It literally was point back and forth. I'm not really sure. I've seen that over 90 minutes before. Yeah,
0: listen, it was intense.
1: And you know, when a game's like that, you know it comes down to maybe
0: one... One decision, one error, um, fine margins, fine, fine margins, and I know we had the the the, the shot, and then <laughs> then Hawkeye wouldn't work, and you're thinking, will that be the will that be the one that costs you? Um, so listen, it, it was nip and tuck, and it came down to penalties, and and you know I feel for the young fella, uh, Callum Comiskey, he's a good lad and a real good player too from Crossmaglen, and uh, to, to, to miss the penalties, and it's it's a tough way, it's a tough way for. For a young fella like that there to, to end the quarter final, but um, it was enough for us today. It was enough to get us through. I
1: have to say, when I thought I held my hands up when Reno O'Neill got that point, I think it was two and a half minutes into injury time. Big roar. You thought that was it, but yet again, the character of your side, the composure, almost straight off the playing gr- the training ground, to, to work a score.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Listen, boys kept a cool head. Rory got the ball down. We got it. We got possession of it. I think we walked it up the field. It could have been Conor O'Connell. one won the free. He went to pace. Won the free. He was far out. We're trying to find out what the referee said. Was there? Was it the last kick of the game? Was it a minute? We found out. He said there was a minute left. So. Full well, credit to buys now, we walked that we walked that score and got the ball into the hands of, of Monaghan's greatest ever clutch player, um, Conor McManus, and it came down to that at the very end, you know, Armagh had Rain O'Neill, that looked like he got the winner, and then right back at you, Conor McManus steps up and he gets the equaliser, and that, that was the nature of the game today.
1: I guess there wasn't one element of doubt once he picked the ball up in his hands, did that bounce and just nailed it over the black spot?
0: No, once he had won the free, now we were getting ready for penalties, um, but he has that in his locker he 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 wants that ball in those final minutes and he can pull it out of the bag and we, we had no doubt no question that that ball was going over the bar
1: The penalties was the utmost drama it nearly went two rounds of sudden death um how do you prefer, prepare for a situation like that uh,
0: you don't. And we knew at the back of our heads who, who our penalty takers were. I was just making sure they were on the pitch at the end, um, which they were, thank God. And um, no, you, you back the boys. Listen, well, you're powerless at that stage. Well, what do you do? Um, you trust the goalkeeper you have. We have a really good goalkeeper. You trust the strikers of the ball. We have, no the really good strikers of the ball. And you hope, listen, you get the bounce of the ball. And listen, that, that's what happened. And credit to Gary Mo when he missed his first penalty. And it's a long, long wait it's a long way to take your second one and he, he scored it Um, unfortunately Callum didn't score his and that was what it came down to.
1: Surely you practice in a situation like these penalty shootouts, I thought I heard you saying you don't practice, that's surreal. real if you didn't? No we didn't, we didn't practice, we thought about it a few weeks
0: ago now that we're in knockout, Um do we, do we set aside the time and train to, to practice? No I'll listen sometimes, and get a bit jovial with the with the penalties and a fella hits the post on, on a Friday night and is in his head on the, on, the, on the Saturday. So, no, we, we knew the players that we'd, if we, if it came to the penalties, we knew the players we wanted on the pitch. We knew the players we wanted to take the penalties. We, we knew we had a good keeper and uh, we were happy for them to go in fresh without any baggers or any bit of laughing or joking during the week to have penalties but you know we come back here on the next day we lose a penalty shootout widen your practice
1: penalties. And lastly finally an Ireland semi-final now for Monon that's a remarkable feat for your county.
0: Yeah listen we were here a few years ago um, we, we lost by a pint we, we know the air gets thinner now we know that the margins are very fine um, we, we targeted getting back here this year God, the Bice love playing in Cool Park. We've won a very few games in Cool Park and National League titles and that there, but uh, once we're drawn in quarterfinals against a top three team, we haven't been able to we haven't been able to break into that bracket. And and for us the next day in an all Ireland semi final we're gonna be against a, a top three team. So th- that's the challenge for us to see like we have got a lot of knocks on the door. We've played Kerry in all Ireland quarter quarterfinals and the dubs in all quarter quarterfinals and thrown and we come up short so We're at that stage again where we're going to have to try and and, and beat a top three team to get into the All-Ireland Final.
5: Yeah, I suppose I've never been a penalty taker myself, I took two, 50%, one in, one out, so uh, it's just one of those things, like it was nine, you know, whatever it was, like eight great penalties each, and just unfortunate, like one didn't go in, it was in Callum, but, you know, that's just the nature of the beast, like with penalties. Ah, Yeah, you're not beating a football pitch like it is, but it's just the same for everybody, I suppose. Probably the lane share the chances. You know, we had to play a very cagey affair. We seem to be getting yellow cards for fun, always like you know, Jimmy gets cut across the eye with a shoulder, another fellow with damaged ribs, another fellow shoulder to the back, it's, it's, it's hard to fathom sometimes but listen, that's just the way the cookie crumbles, yeah, but it's the timekeeping. it's the like, same last time, like what I call it, like the person taking the free was told it was the last kick of the ball in the game against Galway, three more minutes. Taking the last three was told it was the last kick of the game then another save breaks people seem to want to make to decide the game themselves and it's, it is very difficult to take but the sooner they stop thinking they know everything and, and take it from the ladies football and get it out of people's hands so they know the times the better but listen those are just the way it's the same for every team at the minute i'm not the only one that works right for. yeah i could think they should have just took the simple score like you know like four or five easy points there to be taken we should have been well ahead at half time and even in the second half like just um maybe trying to sniff out a goal when it wasn't there but so yeah, that's the way the cookie crumbles uh, you feel for them like they're, they're a great bunch like they, they, they work hard like you know it's the same those final. Like just a few slim things go against them and it just they're finding it hard to get a break I think they should just put it over the bar. Like, goal chances are hard. In Gaelic football, a lot harder than people realise in one-on-one situations. Like, you know, it's, it's, it's not like soccer where, you know, it's you're in close. Like, there's people coming at you from all the angles and can pull and push and shove. But, you know, it's, it's a difficult sort of thing. So, I think if we just had to talk to a simple score, maybe it might have worked out better for us. Yeah, no. Like we've controlled most of the games we played this year, and put ourselves in winning positions, and just haven't been able to, to see it out. Yeah, it's, it's difficult to take for the fellas. Like same in Division One, like you know. Um, but see, it's just sport comes down to those slim margins, getting calls, or just getting the right uh, score at the right time. It's we're all very, very slim. Gaelic football on off the ball
2: with AIB proud sponsors of the GAA Senior Football Championship check out hashtag the toughest for more